When well-known Texan brothel, The Chicken Ranch, shut down in 1973, many people thought Southern rock band ZZ Top was to blame. The band had written a popular song that year for their third studio album, Tres Hombres. Tres Hombres. Three Dudes, as the English translation would be, about the brothel. As a single, the track hit number 41 on the Billboard Hot 100, but by the time people caught wind of this tune, The Chicken Ranch was already on its way to closure. Officially in operation from 1905 to 1973, the Chicken Ranch was a staple of Fayette County and known for its clean workers and good relationship with local law enforcement. Even in its final year of operation, local sheriffs allowed the brothel to continue its business unhindered. Unfortunately, Texas Attorney General John Hill had a bone to pick with the establishment and asked investigative TV reporter Marvin Zindler to look into the establishment. Zindler's investigation attempted to link the chicken ranch to organized criminal activity in the area, but to no avail. However, the investigation made enough noise for officials to shut the place down anyway, and on August 1st, 1973, a handmade sign was hung outside the establishment blaming Zindler for its closure. The story of the chicken ranch lives on through the play and film entitled The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, as well as the ZZ Top track named after the nearest town to the brothel. That's right. We're talking LaGrange by ZZ Top on Cover Me. By God, it's Cover Me, the only podcast that talks about famous songs and their many cover versions, compares them against one another to find out which one is tight most every night. I'm your host as always, Jake Cressy, joined by my merciful co-host, Alex Mildenberger. Alex Mildenberger, what's going down? What is going what's down? Up? What is what's shaking? Up? What's shaking? Um, I'm still, still feel like I'm in a weird limbo um, post, not even post, but like post-vaccination i guess is the right is the right. right term like i haven't really done anything and i'm not really doing anything in public and the, i'm hearing news about like cases rising and stuff so i don't really know what to do so i haven't really done much it's yeah, not really much you may up. have missed the window yeah there i think a brief think window I where it was like oh, we've got this thing beat and now it's like uh things are We're going the other way up, again picking up I'm supposed to see a movie though so we'll see how that goes hell yeah dog see a movie in the theater i would recommend it it's a good time a good experience I mean, it can be a piece of shit movie and it'll still be good because you haven't been in the theater in over a year. yeah it's gonna be great it's gonna be great um yeah right on alex Let's i go- hear you with that that vaccine limbo yeah that's what's going on on the coast yeah pretty much uh cases are coming up again um you know other than that it's just the same shit here different day it's normal yeah Normal, normal stuff. We finally got some rain today. It's been Ooh, 50 days, over 50 days since measurable rain in Vancouver. And you're right we by all that water. It should yeah, be falling right out of water. the sky constantly. Yeah, somebody should be just throwing it out, dumping it on land. Come on. What do they even yeah. need so much in the ocean for? Just being greedy. Just greedy little fucks. Fish. A uh, little bit of smoke this last week. Not a lot, you know. We're doing our best out here, just living. Just living life. Oh, and we got ants. Ants. Well, not like a lot. There've been we've like seen ants around. I killed four ants this morning. So Shit, it seems Alex. like there's a lot of ants. Got to put their put their bodies on little stakes to let those fuckers know what's up. Yeah, I try to be like Vlad Dracula yeah. whenever I can. So 
it's it's a good policy to have. Um, Alex, mm-hmm. it's Cover Me, the only show that exists. That's a joke every podcast makes, I think. At some point, yes, yeah. only ever. Uh, sure. Here's the thing, Alex. It's Entrepreneur Summer. It is. Two. Colon. Prosex Summer. And that's. I realize at this point in the in in this two month event that it unless you've been tuning in since like early June slash since Steven's last appearance to talk about Foster the People's pumped up kicks like the term entrepreneur summer to pro sex summer means nothing it's a, yes. a jumble of words yeah it's um I barely understand it honestly um but yes I, it's kind of, I, I thought it was kind of like half an inside joke yeah yeah well, it's, it's a, a podcast. It's what's it's, it's like it's outside. It's not just between you, me, and sure. the Ste, which is what we call Stephen Reynolds. <laughs> but it's it's something that we needed to. It's the, in the same way I say this is the podcast where we compare famous songs to the originals. It, like you, I need Entrepreneur Summer too. Pro Sex Summer needs that. I've been describing it as us doing it like a mullet, which yeah makes sense, to the extent that 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 describes the structure of it but it doesn't describe the why of it yeah so <laughs> the so, what of it really so what is it what is going on here <laughs> oh, it's just we it's entrepreneur summer too pro sex summer we're where we talk about songs about either business sex or both yeah we're rocking it like a mullet so we're doing business in the july and now we're in the party half we're doing we're doing sex sex in august sex in august the name of my autobiography what else do you need to know, really? Originally, Entrepreneur Summer 1, way back in... 2017? 2018? I think it was 20... Oh, no, you... Yeah, no, it was 20... I don't it was remember. 2018. It was I don't remember. Yeah, that sounds right. We recorded with Steven in 2018, and then I went, we went on a three-month hiatus before even becoming a yeah, podcast. Yeah, because that's when I started working. Yeah, yeah, okay. In which Stephen Reynolds, man about town, that was trying to be an entrepreneur, but just for the summer. What? He he wanted to like do things, and and he didn't want to get a job. So I think he wanted to leverage the things he was doing into for money. Uh, for, yeah, for, for for money somehow. But just did it like didn't actually do that. Yeah, never got to that point. It was more like fun hobbies summer, which is just summer, I think, typically. Yeah. So it's I get, mean, getting into hobbies summer. <laughs> Just try stuff, Summer. It's nice out. Yeah. It's nice Might out. Might as well it's brew summer. some mead or whatever. Yeah. So that's it, folks. Steal that's what Entrepreneur Summer bees. is. And that's why we're talking also about... I forgot to look up how he died. How'd he die, Alex? Um, I forget, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Dusty uh, Hillman? What the fuck's his Hill. name? Dusty Hill. Is it actually Dusty Hill? It is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, American musician, bassist. The bassist for ZZ Top died, which is part of the reason we're talking about this. Because if there's one thing y'all know about Cover Me, it's we chase death like a vulture. Like a whole pack of them. We're on it. We do. Um, he died at his home in Houston, Texas at the age of 72. The cause of death was not announced. So there you go. He died of mysterious causes. Pretty recently. July 28th. Pretty recently. July 28th. So we thought we'd talk about ZZ Top. Because mm-hmm. we haven't before. 
And we haven't talked about a brothel before either. It's been pretty much gigolo summer until right now. Yeah. So we're getting some for the ladies now, too. Yeah. So this one's for the ladies. From Trey's Hombres to the ladies. to the ladies. Um, yeah, ZZ Top's an interesting band. Because they... I believe they have the record for, like, the longest... Um, Beards? S- same lineup. Like, they, they've had <laughs> okay. the same lineup for 50-some years. And have been performing, like, pretty much that entire time. Damn. So, they're really... They've just always been around, and, like, I've always known about them, because sure. my dad's a big fan of ZZ Top. Right. Didn't you two go see him live? No, but he's seen them live a couple Shit. times. Shit. Okay, I, I haven't. I think Jason saw him live, because I remember that cartoonish shirt with them driving the, the car. <laughs> my dad had a slightly different shirt, but also uh, wore it a lot, so I remember it very well. Okay. Well... Did you ask your dad about the ZZ Top concerts? Did he, did he speak highly of them? Yeah, he was a big fan. Fuck yeah. He really liked there's He really liked seeing them. I didn't get like details or anything, but No, we should have got him on. How confused <laughs> with your father be with that intro? He'd be like, What the fuck yeah. is my son doing? <laughs> Entrepreneur Summer Two Pro Sex Summer? Sorry guys, I gotta go. Uh, I know I have headphones on and there's a mic set up for me, but this is too much. It's, yeah, it's, I can't be here. Can't be a part of whatever this is. Ever nonsense this is. Alex, ZZ Top, is this their greatest song ever? Uh, probably not, but it is a song probably by not. ZZ Top. But it is definitely a ZZ Top song. Um, what struck me was... Now, I've listened to this song a fair amount. You know, I've heard yeah. it. But I didn't realize it was mostly instrumental. Yeah, it's basically just a guitar solo. Yeah, <laughs> there's like some lyrics at the start, which are about the brothel at, mm-hmm. at by Lagrange, and uh, yeah, and then, and then it's a guitar solo, and then there's some you know it switches up throughout, but a, yeah, it's mostly a guitar solo. And I was mostly watching them solo. play it live a couple times, some variation, but not a ton, some long mm-hmm. versions. And that's what a lot of the versions are, too, I think, live. And a lot, we didn't really do live versions. We're not going to talk about any. But a lot of them, Isn't I think, the are fish just... fish one live? Yeah, there's a couple of them are live, actually. Yeah. Um, but I think it's similar to some of the, like, standards we've talked about in the past where you pretty much just play it and then throw in, like... Yeah, and that's basically throw what in this a one huge is solo and anyway. you're showing off your chops. Because... Because the rhythm, the ba-na-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
Um, and also the the famous part of this song for me is the, you know the <laughs> right right and that's ripped from John Lee Hooker's other song Boom Boom. Yeah, so a lot of it does come from other places. Yeah, this is already built out of spare parts. You just throw a solo on it to make it yours. So that's a lot of what we're gonna see today. It's a lot of why I'm you know we're just about fifteen minutes in, and we haven't started <laughs> talking about the lyrics yet because it's. Listen, yeah, there's people, not it's much. thin this week. There's not a lot. It's not a lot of lyrics. It's not a lot of lyrics. But uh, here they come. Yeah. Let's buckle up. Rumors spreading around in that Texas town about that shack outside LaGrange. And you know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you want to go to that home out on the range. They got a lot of nice girls. Have mercy. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's talking about it's talking about the chicken ranch, which is kind of like semi legal, right? Like, there's the stories about the the management at the at the chicken ranch kind of working with the like acting as informants to the police. So like, yeah, would, so like some sheriffs would just from, come yeah. down there and like listen for people to be bragging about crime, and they'd be like, yeah solved the case yeah <laughs> like yeah they were just like well run so it was like clean workers there um yeah they they worked with law enforcement it was just like a it was it was illegal yeah but it was just kind of like everybody turned a blind eye to it because yeah. it was like a benefit for the yeah, community it was like yeah it was like a like an institution in the community basically mm-hmm. i was watching an interview with billy gibbons and he was talking about how like them they all like grew up in texas they would kind of be like a saying you talk about like have you been to lagrange or something or like i went to lagrange and if you said that you meant you know you're going to this brothel because like everybody right. knew about it and there's no other reason to go to lagrange, LaGrange. <laughs> so yeah it was kind of a and then even some of the stories another one dusty hill had a quote about like it was like when it was time to become a man or whatever, you'd go to LaGrange kind of thing. Yeah, well, he says here, I went there when I was 13. A lot of boys in Texas, when it's time to be a guy, went there and had it done. Fathers took their sons there. Yeah, so, okay, cool. Different times, I, I guess, maybe. Different times. Yeah. And so, yeah, he goes on to talk about the like the establishment itself. He says, you couldn't cuss in there, you couldn't drink, it had an air of respectability. Miss Edna wouldn't stand for no bullshit. That's the woman that ran the place, and you knew she didn't look like Dolly Parton either, I'll tell you. She was a mean-looking woman. But oil field workers and senators would both be there. The place had been open for over 100 years, and then this asshole decides he's going to do an expose <laughs> and close it. And he stirred up so much shit that it had to close. And that is really it. Yeah. Yeah. That's. The, I mean, it had pretty long history, though. Supposedly it first opened mm-hmm. in 1844. Yeah. I like the story. I mean, supposedly the name comes from that. Uh, oh yeah, from the Great Depression. During right? the Great Depression, supposedly. I mean, I, I say supposedly, but this was reported on like some Texas um, tourism website. Uh, they were basically taking chickens as payment for for sexual acts. Yeah. And then there were chickens everywhere, and they had a bunch of chicken eggs and chickens. Yeah. And it was like, well, we're the chicken ranch, baby. Yeah, yeah. we're the chicken ranch. Um, another thing I heard from that interview, so the way they kind of frame the lyrics with his mm-hmm. rumor spreading around, talks about it's like, it's kind of hush-hush. Yeah. Apparently the idea for that comes from um, Buddy Holly and the Crickets song, Peggy Sue Got Married, 
where they sort of talk about like there's a rumor Peggy Sue got married, but never really say Peggy Sue got married. It's like, oh, I, this is what I heard, kind of thing, secondhand information. Mm. So, similar, yeah. So they kind of take that that air of mystery about it, right? And never explicitly say, well, except maybe later on. But it, yeah, it is also like I hear this, I hear this. This is the you know he's never saying yeah, explicitly. Yeah. There's unreliability weaved yeah. into like both of these verses. Where even in the second verse, he says, "I hear it's tight most every night." But he's like, "But I might be mistaken." Yeah. It's like either he's trying to deny that he's been there, or he's you know he was pretty fucked up when he went there, so he doesn't remember. Right, and of course the other side. Um, I'm sure because, you know, it is illegal, it's the sort of thing you wouldn't necessarily talk about explicitly. Mm-hmm. So, and you wouldn't want to necessarily admit to doing because you never know who's who's going to be listening kind of thing. Right, yeah, well, despite the fact that everybody was there. It's yeah, still... everyone does and everyone knows, but, like, you still kind of keep it hush-hush. Yeah. And, of course, I mean, from that other quote, Dusty Hill got mad at the guy who did the expose. So, yeah, as soon mm-hmm. as someone starts to talk about it, everyone gets mad. So oh, yeah. you, you have to kind of keep that distance. That's right. Well, and he was talking about it to shut it down. He was... Yeah, yeah. He was looking I for guess crime. True. But, yeah. And yeah, so the first one, he's like... if you, He's also like, keep it hush-hush, but also if you want to go... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can go. It's, it's, they have nice girls there. They got it's a very nice weird conversation. Girls. Very yeah. Texan. I would say. Did we read the second verse yet? Or did we We're get about stuck to up read in the first all one? of it. Okay. Well, I hear it's fine if you've got the time and the ten to get yourself in. <laughs> and I hear it's tight most every night, but now I might be mistaken. No, have mercy. Have mercy. Yeah, so I assume the ten to get yourself in is a like a cover a chicken, charge? Right? It's no, cover yeah, charge? It's a cover charge. That would be my assumption as well. Oh, uh, if they if it had been like a dozen to get yourself in, it'd be like a chicken pun. Anyway, oh, yeah. like a dozen eggs. Anyway, uh, it wouldn't have fit the rhythm really. But uh, also, fun pun. It's tight most every night. Like, yeah. like play on. There's a lot of people in it, and also, you know, vaginas, man. Yeah, the quality of the vagina. Yeah. So, it's this little pun for you. So, that's fun. Mm-hmm. That's the lyrics. That's the lyrics. Have Mostly mercy. about, like, there's not, like... I guess I say there is subtext in, in the idea of, like, it being hush-hush. Like, we don't talk about it explicitly. Yeah. So, they stick with that. It's, but it's, it's not, it's not like, this huge metaphor or anything. No, yeah, it's more about the vibe, right? And it's, yeah. it's this rumor spreading around. This is hush hush, rather than being like, you know that famous whorehouse, the Chicken Ranch, pretty good, <laughs> pretty pretty good. You want to go there? They charge ten dollars to get in. They charge ten dollars, <laughs> but you can have your pick. They line them up on the couch or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and they all sit the same way. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty simple, pretty all right. That's all you need for a blues song, right? Yeah. Get the vibe right. Especially this one. You're good to go. Once they get through, they get through the lyrics real quick, like a minute in, and then we start the guitar solo. Yeah. Now, uh, with that, Alex, let's start the uh, the instrumental dissection. Yeah. Also, like fairly simple, but there's some interesting things happening. 
yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's all the, about the tone here. Yeah, the, a lot of a lot of that. Um, the rhythm itself is like pretty good, and there's a reason that they can play it for this whole song, and it doesn't really get boring. You know. Oh, yeah, it starts out soft too, right? Because you got the True. basically the soft yeah, version of the muted. rhythm and then the hard rock version of it. And it so goes, the soft one seems to have like a little bit of almost a grace to it. But you're like, oh yeah. And then once it goes to full distortion, like it's, it's all hard rock energy. Yeah, and that happens after the first verse. Yeah. So and then of course you get Billy Gibbons singing on the on the first verse and he's very he really makes it sound greasy you know oh yeah he gets in the like low growly voice and then kind of gets that especially that ha 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 like kind of sounds like a little like greasy chuckle yeah that's 100 percent what it is yeah so it all really does work together even if the parts are kind of taken from other other places they've really oh yeah put them together in kind of a good way yeah, this is the, the, the chopper of songs, you know? It's put together from other parts, but it looks cool as hell. That's right. I'm talking about Chopper the Motorcycle, not Chopper the Reindeer from One Piece. Okay, I was trying to, to think. I was, I was working through my things called Chopper, and I got stuck on my dog, which is not my dog, the dog that lives in my house. But he is like your dog, like he's, your friend, yeah, right? Yeah, he's like, he's like my dog. My dog. But he's my roommate's dog. Mm-hmm. But my roommates are my good friends, and I Buddy live with them. Buddy used to so be like, mine. So fine. Exactly. Right. No, I was I was specifically referring to like a, a motorcycle that is motorcycle that is literally chopped. chopped from other motorcycles. Taken to the chop shop. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And yeah. So that's and then I, like we said after the first verse, it really breaks out. They kick up the distortion. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot more buttoned down before the drums, you know, come up significantly. Before they were just like, yeah, really, just like the stick hits. Yeah, and and maybe like the metal on the drum frames, kind of thing. Like it's very clicky. It wasn't yeah drums, and then it turns into more of like a rock beat. And then he sings the second verse. It goes pretty quickly between those first two verses. Um, yeah, his vocals kind of pick up with the music, and he sings the second verse. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, it's, it moves into the guitar solo. Yeah. The rhythm continues under that. But yeah, whole time we're in solo form now. And then, I mean, it's it's also it's another one. Like I've known this song for such a long time. It's like yes, this is the part from Lagrange course yeah that's what this is this is what lagrange sounds like how else can i describe Uh, it it's ranked number 74 on the rolling stone magazine's 100 greatest guitar songs of all time that's how i would describe it yeah i could see 74 one of the interesting things that does happen Mm -hmm. is it kind of gets uh yes exactly there's a section it i i believe what's happening is it's they're playing topples uh, mm. Which is basically, basically changing the time signature to three four. I don't think that's exactly what they're doing, but it kind of sounds like that. Um, right. And it's cool because you don't expect a time signature change in a ZZ Top song. 
Um, no, certainly. Which isn't possibly what's happening. They might just be kind of stretching the notes in a well playing topples. So so playing three over four basically. Right. But yeah, that's kind of cool. I didn't notice that before. Yeah, I knew this, this part. I didn't really mm-hmm. feel the rhythm change before, but oh yeah, because it's like the yeah. only other section. I know it, it is a big change, but I didn't like specifically observe it. Right. Yeah. You didn't maybe have the the same terminology that you you have now on yeah. hand so that's that's kind of cool and then they kind of go back into the muted part for a bit yeah kind of another just like build like they go back to the muted part but pretty soon after that it breaks out and they keep doing the rhythm but it's yeah and then it's back to a solo back to like soloing yep and then we fade out on soloing like it's it's a blues rocks song like right down to the core yeah yeah it's a lot of solo. Um, and it's like it's solid. It's solid. Yeah, this is see, this is where we also, again, listeners, the, you've heard us talk about solos before. We yeah. don't have the fucking terminology. We, to we break fall this down. right apart. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's yeah. Cool. Oh, it's, here, I can throw some words. It shreds, it rips, it slaps. <laughs> goes up sometimes then sometimes it goes back sometimes down it goes down there's this cool bit where he's kind of stressing the downbeat and then the rhythm part is stressing on the backbeat so they kind of alternate back and forth and you get all this stuff it's so there's things stuff it's dynamic happens. yeah it's not it's certainly not a boring solo no there's a reason it's ranked number 74 on the 100 greatest guitar solos guitar songs list. guitar songs guitar songs i will stress yes um but yeah but like that's it folks and you're gonna this is that's why this episode is gonna be a lot of filler it's gonna, it's gonna be, be like your your favorite anime when it catches up to the manga it's gonna be a whole lot of filler whole lot of filler <laughs> not a lot else because that like a lot of these songs break down to the tone is like this and now there's a different solo and sometimes not even that much different solo yeah, sometimes it's the same solo because what else are you gonna do? It's yeah. Lagrange. It's number seventy-four. Yeah. of the greatest guitar songs of I was, all time. I was ex- in Rolling Stone magazine. I was expecting more different solos, honestly. Yeah, because that's like the. I mean, that's the. If you gave this to a blues musician, song, yeah. Or like even I, I would. I mean, um, yeah, give it to somebody who's in that realm of like, oh, a solo is you doing that, not playing the notes that some other dude played. That's his solo. Yeah. But you give it to to other people here, and they they just go like, "We're gonna do that goddamn solo." Yeah, because it sounds good. But you know what? I think we should. I think we should talk about some of those. Let's let's talk about it. Talk, talk about it. Talk, talk about, about it. it. Talk about it. <laughs> Hang on. First, let's talk Ooh, about that guitar yeah. sound because I have a oh quote sure from Billy guitar sound. Yeah. Um, he says that is straight guitar into amp, a 1955 Strat with a stop tailpiece. Through a 1969 Marshall Super Lead 100, that fuzz sound in the lead and in the front and back end of the composition is just pure tube distortion. Pickup setting differentials account for the different tones. The opening part was played on what we used to call the mystery setting in the dark <laughs> days before the existence of the five-way toggle switch. When finding the perfect tweener, uh, that means an in-betweener, required dedication. Okay, so they're just messing around with the, with the um, pickups. Yeah. That's cool. It's just a little 
Yeah, I mean, they've been around for such a long time. Like, this is early 70s, but they were playing... They were like a... They were the fake zombies for a while. That's how they That's got right. started, right? Zombie, zombie top. <laughs> that's not what this used to yeah. for, as far as I know. <laughs> yeah, but that's right. I, this is their, from their third album, as ZZ Top. So, yeah, you you count in that time for the first two albums, and then their time as imposter zombies. Like, yeah, they've been around for a minute. Yeah. So yeah, There's only a short time of profitability to imitate the zombies, and that was pretty clearly, like, the mid-60s. Yeah, and, like, they jumped on it at the right time, probably. Yeah. Although, supposedly, there was some producer, like, manager guy who was the mastermind. Okay. But, you know, they, they got in and they got out, and then they are doing their own thing. Or they were doing their own thing. It wasn't Bill Ham, was it? That's their. Oh, he's know. like known as the ZZ Top producer. I don't think he's the same as the ZZ Top. No, I mean because he probably had faith in ZZ Top. Yeah. He wasn't like you guys need to so pretend to be the zombies. Like, yeah. Please just tell people you're this other band or play these. Can you guys do Time of the Season real quick? Like, come on. I would listen to a whole ZZ Top album of covers of zombie songs. Zombies. Yeah, that would. I would like to hear what they sounded like because my thoughts of ZZ Top and the zombies are very, very different. Very different. Although, I they, I mean, it was just the two guys, so I imagine there were more when they were the fake zombies. Right, yeah, maybe they, they had a, a larger group. And they didn't have beards. No, they had probably suits. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Crazy stuff. Also crazy, Hank Williams Jr. Hank Williams, specifically no, Hank Williams Jr. Jr. Hank Williams yeah. Jr. Do that home out on the range. They got a lot of girls out there. They're so nice. Uh, son of Hank Williams Sr. He's also not really Hank Williams Jr. Because Hank is his middle. He's Bocephus, yeah. His middle name is Hank. So he's something... I forget. Hang on. I have it here. Randall Hank Williams. Randall. But then professionally he goes by Hank Williams Jr. Which I guess he is. Um, so he's like Hank Williams. He's he's a uh, country music. A little more modern than Hank Williams. But also not that modern because he's 72. She. Yeah, um, he's been recently selected to be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. He began his career by covering his father's tunes, and one time he comp- one time he compared Barack Obama to Adolf Hitler. Cool. Oh, you yeah, sure boy. did. <laughs> Controversial. Yeah. Yeah. Con- okay. uh, yeah. They they stopped playing one of his songs on Monday Night Football or some shit after that, but oh, then they brought it back. They're like, yeah football's racist anyway you bring it back <laughs> so that's who we're talking about right so we're now we're talking about um hwj con- as we call him now this one opens with a, a story story a little a st- the it opens with the riff for like a little bit and then he goes into yeah. the story it's kind of like steely yeah it's country guitar shit right yeah. off the bat here and then he talks about having a dream <laughs> last night yeah. Heard Mama talking to Daddy. She said, Hank, Bocephus wants to boogie-woogie. And he says, Audrey, it's in him, and it's got to come out. Let the boy boogie-woogie. Have mercy. Have mercy. Let the boy boogie-woogie. So that's, I believe, in reference to the riff. 
Yeah. Which is related to this boogie chillin' song, which I don't think is the same thing as a boogie woogie bass, but I'm not going to worry about that too much. He wants to boogie woogie. Uh, and then his story is about his dad, his daddy, as it were, Dada. telling his mama that mm-hmm. uh, Bocephus should, should be able to boogie woogie if he wants to. I wonder yeah. if it's based on a true story. Yeah. Also, where does this name Bocephus or Bocephus come from? I have no idea. All I know is he said. I, I'm glad I read the Wikipedia page first because I would not have known what the fuck. Yeah, he said. I would have been so confused. Like I said, Bocephus. I'm like, that's syllables. Bo-Cephus. That's certainly some syllables. Um, certainly is that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where Bo- Bocephus comes from, but I think when I was reading his Wikipedia page, it's like been his nickname for a very long time. His father what? nicknamed him that. Which, oh, it's after a ventriloquist dummy. I, some guy, a comedian, Rodney Brassfield. Dangerfield, oh. Anyway, yeah. Apparently, he's, he's named after a ventriloquist dummy. Bocephus. Okay. Or, you know, nicknamed. <sighs> yeah. So, uh, after that story, it goes into the song more properly um when the, it's kind of weird so he's singing he, he goes into the verse you know it goes into the actually it goes into the yeah. rhythm the fuller powerful rhythm uh yeah. and then it it's even starts the solo very briefly and then jumps right into the verse it does yeah um he and the it's weird the first verse sounds like it has a backup singer or like it's double tracked or something yeah the second like verse harmony or something going on doesn't have that yeah it's That's right. So yeah, we strip down in this version yeah. instead of adding on. Uh, he he attempts to throw in some uh, successfully. I mean, he does it uh, like some of his own kind of ad libbing. It's a very similar idea, but like it says like they got a lot of nice girls out there, and then he says they're so nice. Okay, thanks, Bocephus. All right, Bocephus. Bocephus. Um, and then it gets into the guitar solo. This is after the first verse. Um, it actually splits up the verses. There's guitar soloing in the middle. So it's more of like a traditional structure because the lyrics are more spread out. Yeah, instead of just front-loading them. Yeah. To me, it feels cleaner. Like, overall, the tone's a bit cleaner. It it doesn't have as much of that, like, gritty, dirty feel as the original. No, certainly not. But it kind of does all the same things. This is more about, like, singing a song that everybody recognizes and being like, hey... It's me, Bocephus, doing it. Hey, yeah. Hey, it's me, Bocephus. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's a lot. I mean, we're talking about tone, and this one doesn't have, it doesn't hit as hard in terms of the tone. No, certainly not. Uh, it was plinky, I thought. Yeah. So, Trying I honestly Trying to go for more of a yeah. country vibe, but, yeah, in that sort of, like, plinky, like, dumb country sense rather it's than, like, dumb. Rather, you know, rather than country with an edge, this is the country simpleton. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a little yeah. plinky dinky. <laughs> plinky dinky. Yeah. Well, and and it's supposed like the song is a bit more edgy, but it kind of lacks that. Especially, I don't understand the the doubling up of the vocals on the first verse. It kind of sounds off, and then they abandon it. Yeah, it's jarring, and they it's, abandon it. It's odd. Like they knew it was a bad decision. Yeah. But then it's like, you can change the first part of the recording. 
Oh yeah, it's recording technology, yeah. guys. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, then they solo for a while, uh, do a little transition into the verse, and then kind of go back into the solo. And there's a piano playing at that point. Uh, the piano right. kind of takes over the solo for a bit. It's playing really fast too. So that was probably the cooler part. It's almost like the piano sounds fine. It's it sounds like a like saloon piano, you know. Yeah. So the plinkiness works for the piano, but less for the rest of it. Lots of yeah, like, but see, yeah. nothing else had a saloon vibe to it. Yeah. So if they had stuck with that, it probably would have sounded a lot better overall. Yeah, if they'd have played that throughout, because that's kind of the vibe this song should have. Is is a little bit like if you're gonna make it a country song and make it like a cowboy saloon kind of vibe yeah it's it's really gotta you really gotta dedicate to this song because it's kind of i mean the zz top is such like a strong i don't even know like i know what they are i don't know necessarily have the words for it it's just like a presence it's just yeah like, like a, they have this presence an identity yeah so if you do the song it has to have that strong identity because that's yeah, really that's... the basis of it it's a big part of it because that's why they only need two verses that boil down to there is a brothel. You could probably go if you wanted. <laughs> you could probably go if you want. It's uh yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. I, I think I think a weaker version. Definitely. It's uh it's just one that's meant to be like, hey, this one's based in blues, so's country. Yeah. Us do it. And just bloated. It's we're like five minutes, twenty-one seconds here. It, yeah, it's a bit on the long side for sure. They kind of stretch it out because they have multiple solo sections. Yeah. And yeah, and then even more so. Yeah, lots of solos, lots of solos. He even throws in some of the how 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 stuff at the end. Yeah. How 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 how. But yeah, it's mostly just shuffling things around. Yeah. And, and yeah, that solo at the end in particular, which is just this overdriven guitar, like double tracked and doing this sort of the same. Yeah, it sounds notes. doubled. It's uh, it's boring. It's a boring solo. Once, once so that's the other thing is once they've strayed off of the path of the original solo, we find out they're not that great of soloists. It's a little less. It feels like it might be fun to watch live, but I don't think yeah, this maybe. is a live version. No. Anyway, I think that's true of a lot of this. It works better live. Yeah, speaking of what's probably a great show live, Fish in 2002. Fish in 2002. Yeah, Fish. I know about Fish. They're a jam band. That's pretty much all yeah. I know about Fish. Famous jam band Fish, inspired by the Grateful Dead. I used to write news articles for a guy's website who he was just like a big Fish fan. Huh. What? There's a Fish song it. in Rock Band, is there not? Is there? I thought there was, but then I looked it up and it turns out I was thinking of Primus. But I'm pretty sure there's another song by Fish, but I wasn't sure what it was. Songs by Fish. According to the Rock Band wiki... There is uh, Stash huh. and Wilson, Tweezer and Llama. Are you Llama. It's Llama? Llama. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Anyway, we never played it. That sounds about right. It's in rock band. 
We are not big fish fans. Real big fish fans, maybe, but fish maybe. fans. Come on. But yes, this is fish, um, and this is live. Yeah. So they, let's see, what do we have about this version? It's much faster, um, and the lot. I think this loses something in the recording. Yeah. Uh, just because, like, the guitar sometimes sounds like it kind of drops out. Like, some of the sounds are a little bit too soft. They sound mm-hmm. like, like we're losing a bit, but I'm not sure. Well, yeah, particularly in the start there, it's pretty quiet. Yeah, so you get that, the rhythm, and it's the muted version. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it definitely feels like you lose a bit. In fact, the, once it... See, I have a note about this. Um, this is later on, I think. Uh, I'll find it. We'll, we'll talk about it when I get there. Yeah, yeah. He's got a very laid-back voice. He's got some deepness to it. It's not the... It's not the same skeeziness of the the ZZ Top version. But he's still singing it like very close mic yeah. and kind of understated in that way, you know, elbow in the rib kind of. Yeah. Let me know if you want to go. Okay, you here we go. Know. So, and they get the verses over with pretty quick. You know, they don't change, they don't mess with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, although they add some more instruments because you know they're this jam band, so they got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, um, I'm I'm on like the second verse in my brain though, so I might be getting ahead of us. Right, right. No, I think you're good. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. So I like think on the second verse, just to speak while we're sure. still on the topic of his yeah. voice, kind of sounds a bit like Frank Zappa songs here. In the second verse. Yeah. Just a bit, just a bit of Zappa tone there. Your silence tells me that you can't discern it, which is fine, but I'll stand by it. Mm, I know what you mean. Because um, the way he says, the way he ends his lines. Man, eh, here it's fine. You yeah. got the time. Yeah. The way he kind of falls off. Yeah, it's the same the like... Uh, there's, a little, there's a little Zappa yeah. there. Almost, same it's pad. almost like a... a when, when Frank Zappa does it, it makes it sound almost like sarcastic. Like yeah. He's kind of act. I don't want to say taking the piss because I don't think I use that term right. But like, it's almost like acknowledging that it's kind of silly to be a rock star at all. Right, yeah. Or is there like singing sense. these words on stage is goofy and we know yeah. that and he knows that. We know that. But we're all in on it, so we're having a good time. But like also, yeah. I'm acknowledging it because I want to seem like I'm above it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that makes sense. That makes sense to me. Um, anyway, right, this is where we get more instruments in. This is where the yes, keys the come in. Piano, and then they, he does the like how 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 bit, and the guitar and the piano both join in on that. Yeah. Um, so then, okay, so here's the weird thing. The instrumental part. We move mm-hmm. from the verse into the instrumental part, um, and this is around like one, one ten or so. Yeah. Um, it leads in with a drum fill, but it's kind of hard to hear the drum fill. This is one of the big parts that sound like they maybe changed the levels at the wrong time. Right. Like they were supposed to turn the, the drums down and the bass up, but like a second after they actually did it. So the drum fill kind of gets turned down and you can really hear the bass very prominently. It almost yeah, seems it like through. too soon. 
Yeah, and there's a bit of like, yeah, it sounds a bit clumsy. You're right. Yeah, so then the rhythm, it sounds like they switch up the rhythm, but then it goes right back into how it was before. Mm-hmm. And then, honestly, from this point to maybe about three or four That's minutes cool. in when they... It's just it's just jamming yeah. and solos. <laughs> yep, guitar solo. I, I will say this: it's good jamming and solos. Yeah, the, yeah, the bass and piano—they're really doing their boogie thing. Lots of guitar soloing. Yeah, and there's even parts before about one forty-five or so. It almost feels like mm-hmm. even though the guitar is soloing, like the focus is more on the piano, and then it kind of gets pushed to the side a bit after that. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah. I think that's what this is like. Fish highlighting their strength. Yeah, is their ability to jam around a solo to have three instruments going on pretty prominently like that walking bass line is pretty yeah, loud yeah it's in the really mix. yeah it's really the three instruments at that point mm-hmm. and to not have it sound muddy or too busy like this sounds like good music yeah i mean i enjoyed it for sure and then I, even yeah, I, <laughs> there's like some triplets ahead. in there and i don't know if you just do triplets and solos or if it's specifically a reference to the original changing up the times mm-hmm. like with the tablets but they're in there yeah they do it at one point a pretty seamless reference to that section that oh they they do they do it but that's later on that is later on when they actually well, do yeah it. so i appreciate them one going off the map with their solo yeah. Being like, we're doing LaGrange, but we're fish. We're going to fucking go way out. And then coming back to be like, well, it's still LaGrange. Here's this bit that you guys know. Yep. Yep. And so they do. And then they bring an organ in. But that's like three, that's right. that's like three minutes in. <laughs> the organ comes yeah, in. Yeah, that is three minutes in. Um, And they're still soloing. I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of solo stuff. It is a lot of solo stuff. And I will say... I thought it was good. They, and that, while you're right, it probably sounded better in the live context, but once we get over some of that, the instrumental difficulties in the start, and just get into them fucking doing the jam, like, yeah. that's good. They, uh, yeah. No, yeah. They they do this also kind of cool thing, uh, where they do this, like, down, 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 where they're, like, all kind of moving the chords downwards. Um, right yeah and it almost sounds like everything's running out of steam and then they move into that triplet section but they stretch it out so it feels four four it doesn't yeah like they, they, they change it, the it up so they do do that other part but it really doesn't feel the same no and then they go back into the rhythm for a bit and then they just kind of do a big rock finish yeah so yeah cool version cool soloing because really that's the core of what you should be doing in this song because it's difficult to just do the song and keep it interesting yeah with a song this basically simplistic both in terms of like lyrics and general like instrumentation the solo is really the the linchpin of what you can switch around and i think fish did that part great like you mentioned like and it may just be a live thing, but like the intro section, yeah, it's fine. The vocals, yeah, they're they're fine. Yeah. But it's where they get to the solo where it, it really is like, okay, yeah, this is good. And also, I mean, it's also the part that's the least like the original. It's very weird to to compare it as a cover and say, well, like, well, is this a Lagrange cover? It has the same intro. Yeah, it has <laughs> like, all the lyrics. Yeah. 
and all the same parts but is it really is it really yeah when it when so much of it is solo work and the answer to that i don't know it's got the same title so i guess <laughs> let's say yes Let's say yes. Why not? And talk about another one in 2002. Yeah. CMH Steel. CMH Steel. So, I mean, there's not a lot of info to know about this group they just they're a um, steel yeah. guitar tribute group they make covers it's... that are steely guitar so cmh country music heritage records uh. um also known for vitamin records oh uh, this is they're, the... The, they're the vsq people yeah and the rockabye baby stuff so oh. these guys do i'm pretty sure these are the guys who do picking on as well the picking on series of bluegrass tributes which we've talked about several times we certainly have. Also, VSQ. Off- I said VSQ. That's Vitamin String yeah, Quartet. Vitamin String Quartet. So these are just like a massive label that churns out covers Various in different styles. themed covers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, because oftentimes when I'm, like, putting together a playlist and on secondhand songs, it'll say, like, CMH Studio Musicians. Oh, like, nine times nice. out of ten, that turns out to be picking on. Because I like can't find CMH studio musicians, but I will find like same year, right? Bluegrass tribute, picking on. It's like okay, that's who these guys. So yeah, CMH Steel is just another one of their bands under this record label, which is of course probably a rotating cast of whatever musicians they have in their in their label house. Yes, yes, I figured it wasn't a consistent lineup. Mm-hmm. Whoever's playing the guitar. Now, so. This version so this one. Yeah. starts off with the, like, tuplets. Yeah. And then slows way down. There's a distorted guitar playing the rhythmic part. Yeah. It's not the original rhythm, but it's, like, kind of based on it. And then Yeah, it's certainly inspired. So they change the rhythm, and it just kind of isn't very good. And, like, that's what yeah, they base their whole version on. And it's honestly yeah, barely LaGrange. Truthfully, yeah, because we also know vocals on this. We get, uh, like, a right. country guitar filling in for the vocals. Um, and it's very weird because we just came from talking about Fish. We're like, well, the vocals don't matter all that much, but they matter a little, as it turns out. At least, I mean... not having them. Mm. I don't even know if it's just the vocals. Like, they, they switch out so much stuff, so much of the interesting things... They're just like, yeah. oh, we'll do our own version of that. And their version is just much less interesting. Yeah, so like just you said, really even that much simple rhythm. Here. It comes to the sluggish, like... Um, this version ends up sounding like it would be in an old, like, like PlayStation 2 video game. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Except it would be really shitty MIDI quality. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, I mean, so really, the song is, there's the distorted guitar that's playing a rhythmic part, and then there's yeah. the steel part that's doing a lot of, like, sliding around and stuff, like steel guitars do, so it's very bluesy. Yeah. And there's a part that kind of sounds like, some parts kind of sound like the lyrics, but they aren't always. 
Well, yeah, it's it's kind of, it's the lyrics, but then noodled around. Yeah, it, right? I guess so. Like you said, a lot of sliding. Yes. But it, you can pick out the key parts that it's like, oh, it's supposed to be doing, and that's how because this again, this is the same company behind Vitamin String Quartet. Yeah. So like we know their style. Very like, hit, or, a, hit or miss. A, an instrument to do that, yeah, and being very hit or miss. And um, this one is definitely a miss. Yeah, this is a this is a wide miss. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was and very, then, yeah, very repetitive, it leads... but not very interesting. And not we very get like two notes on the drum that lead us to a, a new section, which is just the rhythm, just the but rhythm. without that that steel guitar yeah. at all, doing the the melody track. Yeah, and it's not interesting. It's not a good rhythm. No. It's just yeah. I don't know why you would take out the most interesting part exactly they made it heavy and sluggish like the original rhythm is called you know boogie chillin boogie yeah if we want to take it back that part it has life to it it has a bit of drive a bit of energy this is like picking up a, like something heavy and then having to put it down every other step because it's too goddamn heavy yeah bocephus could not boogie woogie to this no certainly not yeah it would not be in him if this was the version he had heard no it would shut that down it's very yeah. yeah not great not interesting just becomes this like really generic blues jam yeah that's barely lagrange yeah and then fades out on some like 140 it picks up in like in volume like it gets louder <laughs> and there's a different guitar going oh, i think on, i, I think. turned it down i was like oh that, why did i have it so loud yeah like, oh shit but yeah it just gets louder we get some cymbals on the drums uh, we do get those tuplets around the two thirteen mark there. Yeah, again. That, that's like how they end it. They go back. Kind of. It just kind of right? ends on that rhythm. I just didn't take notes for the last like minute. <laughs> well, yeah, there's barely anything to note. Uh, not a great version. Yeah, that's that's it, man. That's it. Let's talk about Black Oak, Arkansas in 2007. Yeah, let's talk about Black Oak, Arkansas. We talked about them recently. Um, business. When we talk, talked about... Was taking care of business? Care that was Taxman. Tax oh, Taxman. That's right. Tax they had a whole rant about... Uh, taxes. All right, I'm gonna tax your your baby or something. Is <laughs> yeah, something wild like accusations. that. Talk, talking about taxing babies. Um, tax the food out of your mouth. They had a pretty wild um, origin, yeah, criminals, origin story. Right? They stole yeah, a PA they stole, system they stole and... some stuff and then just like ran away. They got sentenced, um, but then just like weren't ever there, so they never got punished that's right uh yeah so that and worked they, out and for they them. named themselves after the town in which they were wanted criminals yes yeah. black oak in arkansas. in arkansas um they're sort of the like an earlier southern rock band they've been around for a long time yeah uh their lead singer goes by jim dandy jim dandy last name i forget his last name now 69 69 mangrum from last week mangrum jim mangrum mangrum because Sometimes Jim goes by Jim Dandy. In fact, I think this is technically Jim Dandy's Black Oak, Arkansas. Um, and 
also David Lee Roth was inspired by this guy, so they have a similar right. similar look. And he doesn't sound the way he looks. That's the background on Black Oak, Arkansas. That's right. It's a very he doesn't gravelly look the way he voice. sounds either. Yeah. No. <laughs> and this is a live version? Um I'd believe that. Maybe not. I don't know why I thought yeah, that. Is it because he tells you that what we have here is a little taste of Texas history, so it sounds like he's talking to an audience? It does. It does sound like that. Because um, that's how... No, well, they started with, of course, the Boogie Woogie. But yeah. then they do some... Then he talks about how... And what are Texas they doing history. for that percussion part? Is it two halves of a coconut? I or like... believe it's washboard. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they get into the verse. He starts to sing with his very gravelly voice, and then... They bring in that. It's I think it's a washboard because when you get to the yeah, because like, it gets some scratchy scratch noises. It makes it sounds like a record scratch, but it's yeah, they basically shred on the washboard. Yeah, that and Jim sense. Jim Dandy Jim Mangrum is known for carrying washboard and playing okay. the washboard like as he's known for his washboard apps. For his, yeah, well, I mean that one video we watched for sure. <laughs> for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, washboard. I thought it might have been for a second Dolly Parton's nails. <laughs> you just got Dolly Parton's nails. That would, that's probably expensive. It'd be very expensive, I imagine. You can clone Dolly Parton. Um, yeah. Unless they're acrylic, in which case, nope. Not a chance. So, yeah. So very quietly mixed his vocals on this. Yeah, the but the vocals here. aren't in it for very much. No, because they, they do just rip through the two verses. Yeah. And then they kind of double them up on the second verse. There's a few tracks yeah. going. And so he sounds like... He's got such a bizarre voice, especially if you look at pictures of him. Like, yeah. I just feel like they total mismatch. I mean, you really want to hear, like, the weirdest? Go look at Lord Have Mercy on My Soul, which is the one song I knew from them besides their cover of Taxman. And that one is, like, it starts with, like, a two-minute story. And he he talks so deep and so low. I mean, before no, knowing anything about the band, like, just as a child, I was like, that is a black man talking because <laughs> of his voice. <laughs> which maybe makes me racist. I don't know. But... Yeah, he sounds very unique. Is that Jim Mangrum talking? That's Jim Mangrum talking. That's wild. I, I'm perplexed by this man's voice. I I don't understand I know, the, it, but the he seems to do some wild things with it. Work he can do. Pull it together. Yeah, okay. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, other than that, I would say um, it's they they keep it pretty close. Uh, they have yeah, a pretty, pretty decent tame. sound. Honestly, mm-hmm. I was expecting a more interesting solo from this version, like yeah. more more um, different from from the previous stuff. Uh, I hear you. But it yeah. wasn't really so. Like it was, it's a decent version. Like, there's some decent uh, sounds on everything. Like, I mean, you get into that first solo section, there's, like, a, a bass. Very, like, farty, growly bass. Yeah. Uh, so that's fun. <laughs> and, uh, but, like, really, there's, like, not a ton to, to grasp onto. 
at least for me in this version. No, it's very faithful to to the original. The guitar sounds like the guitar doesn't rip as hard as the original does. Um, the bass is fartier, but is that a good thing? It's a thing. It's definitely a thing. It's fun to talk about. Fun to talk about. There is a washboard present, but we've kind of talked about that already. Washboard. Um, it ends pretty abruptly too. This one on the guitar solo it does. just like echoes a note out for a couple yeah. seconds. Very fast. It's not really a fade out. No, not at all. So yeah, it's kind of all right. I mean, it's not CMH steel, but it's not fish. It's not fish. Yeah, it's uh, it's just kind of middling. Like Black Oak, Arkansas is. I, I would put it above Hank Williams, but that just might be due to personal preferences. They're probably equal, like exactly equal. <laughs> Very possibly. Let's talk about a man who has no equal, Vinnie Moore in 2015. <laughs> Yeah, a guy, I don't virtuoso. know his name specifically, but yeah, apparently he's a big deal as a virtuoso guitar player. Yeah, well, he's part of like a, he's part of a moderately successful British hard rock band called UFO. Yeah, honestly, I looked up UFO. They'd just been around for a really long time, so he wasn't like a founding member or anything, because they were founded mm. when he was like four years old or something okay. like that. <laughs> but like, yeah, he's, he's, American, he's a member so... now. And he, he also played uh, in the studio a bit. He played on Hey Stupid. Alice Cooper record. Okay. Uh, so he's been around, you know. He's he's done some heavy metal stuff and some progressive rock stuff and, and you know, everything in between. Progressive mm-hmm. metal, if you will. Um, but uh, he's a very good guitar player. And listening to this version, yeah. Yeah, he's a good guitar player. I yeah. Ha- I have to agree. Yeah, like 100%. He definitely has some chops. This is, and this is another uh, instrumental version. Yes. It's instrument instrumental version, uh, which honestly, like, the song's pretty much instrumental anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this one takes it upon itself to recreate the lyrics, or the vocal melody, I should say, on another guitar. So there's a few guitar sounds going on here. Um, and while there is, like, a lot of it is similar, it kind of adds flourishes. So, like, if you go to the intro, uh, very similar, you know, you got the rhythm, and then once he does that for a bit, like, little little Yeah, it's like a little lick kind of the end, a little run. flourish. So yeah. there's a lot of that kind of stuff, and that keeps going throughout the song. Yeah. Uh, in the background, right? Um, and then he comes in with this, like, guitar with this just, like, very rounded sound and, like, a I think a wah-type sound. Yeah. Uh, so cool stuff. Uh, the sounds are very good in this one. Also, the tone is wonderful. I thought. Yeah. Um, yeah, like that rhythm guitar has that good blues sound to it. His wah guitar is is doing the right amount of wah, and when it starts ripping to get you into the main uh, rhythm there, where everything's a little more up, mm-hmm. it sounds right. Yeah. Like he's got a good choice of tone on this. Um, and then throughout, he kind of hints at. Like, it stays a little more buttoned down at the start, but even, like, between the verse, the verses, it gets, like, a little bit of tapping. So, you know, you gotta do a little bit of that. I think it's tapping. That really yeah. fast playing. 
um yeah bust out the non-muted stuff and it even does um like the how 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 part but on the guitar it's kind of music mm-hmm. um yeah and then kind of once he gets in the second verse there's more like flourishes because it's you know less less controlled at that point and then they just kind of go all out so there's i thought a lot of personality in the performance yeah it felt like that like that was coming across yeah it was very clear why he was doing this he's like i play guitar i'm very good at guitar here's what i can do and yeah that comes off like he's he's shred like the guitar is screaming on this by the end like he starts out with the the regular guitar solo then he starts bringing it into his own realm right so it starts out mm-hmm. recognizable and then he starts saying well this is what vinnie moore would do with lagrange right go, okay yeah and even even at the start you know when it it is kind of closer to the original mm-hmm. He's even still adding some like little flourishes here and like some bending and some like whammy bar and effects and stuff. Uh, and then later on, he kind of brings in the crazy runs and, and, and all that. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of stuff. And as an instrumental version, that keeps it interesting. Yeah. Uh, and actually, another thing I wanted to mention, when he gets to the, the tuplet section, this is the one where I kind of decided they were probably actually tuplets more than uh like actually changing the time signature to three four briefly Mm -hmm. mostly because the drums kind of stay how they were so if you you can actually hear the drums whereas they really drop out in other versions so you can hear the drums stay you know play every fourth beat while he still plays the kind of triplet sound but it's like and I've played triplets like this before, and it's always weird. It's like kind of extended. I, I I'm trying to. I think it's quarter note triplets because if you or or half note triplets. Basically, like normally you'd play a triplet is like three notes in the same time it takes to play some other kind of note, right? So like you would play three notes in the time it takes to play a quarter note for quarter note triplet. Yeah. Unless that's an eighth note triplet. I, I might have them mixed up. But basically, you know, you're playing three counts in the time it takes normally to play two. And then you play have this, like, three on two kind of polyrhythmic thing going on. Yeah, and that's yeah. more obvious here is what I'm trying to say. I see. Yeah, the, the pieces are, are more laid bare. Yeah, you can hear the, the four and you can hear the, the three. Mm-hmm. More obviously. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, what this version comes down to is similar to the fish one: is are the solos good? And the answer is yes. Yeah, the solos are good. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed his playing. Uh, he plays well, and he plays, I thought, distinctively. Um, although it's mm-hmm. not like I've listened to a bunch of his his work, it it felt like it had personality. Yeah, and it certainly feels like he knows what he's doing. From the little flourishes to the big moments, it's like like he's taking care of this. Yeah. So it's a good job. Did a good job. Yeah. Strong style. He brings a lot to this recording. Yeah. And he does make it sound pretty like metal, like hard rock, rather than southern hard rock. True, and I guess the definite shift. changing it a bit, like it still works, but he's not trying mm-hmm. to make it sound so much like that like Texas thing southern thing yeah so it kind he's of keen on, on the rock and roll more than the texas part yeah 
So I enjoyed it. If that wasn't yeah. already obvious. And it ends pretty abruptly, too. A little guitar scream after a tuplet section. And it's true. Yeah, he does a lot of that, like, screeching stuff at the end. But, yeah, it does a little, yeah. like, screech, and then just, boom. It's done. That's right. So now let's talk about the last cover of the day today, Power Music Workout in 2018. <laughs> Power Music Workout. That's right. It's a workout version. And actually, what I was surprised to find was that this one does not have, like, a BPM count in the title. Yeah. Often they do. That is very different from what they usually have. Um, And uh, another thing about these kinds of songs is usually they kind of suck. Yeah. Um, This one... I'll admit, not great, but I thought it had some potential. I thought it had some potential. There are, I, I can't, one, I can't imagine working out to this. It's, it's very busy. It's very much like aerobics. Yeah. It's, um, so what they do really, there's a few things. Uh, the structure, pretty close, but, uh, at least at first, um, but the percussion becomes very, very busy. Um, like we're going 16th notes it's going hard yeah um and then they throw in like a billy gibbons robot vocalist yeah that's what it sounds like it's so- it sounds like some sort of texan hell robot texan Hellbot. yeah that sounds about right um so that's yeah kind of what they're doing and everything sounds a little more synthy so like the guitar's playing the rhythm dun 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 um but it, it kind of has like a really fast decay, so I don't know if it's actually a synthesizer or just like kind of a MIDI guitar sound or something, but it doesn't really sound natural. No. So, yeah, there's some like rough, rough parts of this song for sure. And yeah. it's not great, but some of yeah, it kind of you. has a decent remix concept behind it. Like, yeah. I feel like particularly once you get into the end later on and they start throwing in like some of the lyrics again and like repeating well here it's fine here so like it sounds like yeah that's what i would expect from like this kind of a remix maybe but if they had used the original vocals probably would have sounded better Um, Mm -hmm. if they had worked on the tone of everything it would have sounded better because I didn't really like a lot of the actual sounds. The guitar doesn't sound great. Um, and then some of the, what is it, later on, they throw an organ in, like like two yeah. minutes. Doing like a run. It's very weird that late in the song. Um, yeah. There's some odd odd stuff. Oh, yeah. And, a lot yeah, of odd the choices. There's this insistence on this like rising synth. Yeah, like there's like an ambient that they, in the back, kind of constantly. They do once, sh- it brings you into it, to like the, the heavier riff, you're like, okay, and the big f- fucking drums and everything, you're like, okay, that makes sense. And then it starts happening again, and you're like, well, wait, what the fuck's going on? We're already up. And then it just kind of, like, there is no payoff after the first one. It just does it. It's like... Yeah, like, okay, and like in the solo, and it just kind of like mm-hmm. builds, and then it crests and it falls, and it builds and it crests and it falls, but like it stays kind of ambient. Yeah, it's weird. 
Yeah, it's a weird choice. But, like, honestly, I feel like if some of the other parts of this song fixed their shit up, then it wouldn't feel so weird. Or maybe they only did it once. Yeah. I think it's with, yeah, with some of the vibes here, they, they could have made like a weird haunted house, yeah. like evil <laughs> synth house, version evil pretty synth. easily. Yeah. I feel like there's some, some good ideas, but they just kind of like built it with the wrong parts. Yeah. Maybe with the wrong goal in mind with this power. Yeah, workout. maybe. So very strange, but slightly yeah. stronger than the last time we talked about a workout remix a workout one yeah it's a, yeah like they did master they picked up on an element of darkness whether intentionally <laughs> or not but you know some of that skeeziness rumor going around stuff is present in some of the pounding drums and stuff but again like not what you want for a workout mix and they don't really bring everything else around that element so it's a it's a weird hanging part that i feel works but outside of everything else yeah also i didn't like the voice and like the guitar in the solo very very like sterile sounding so not great yeah yeah when we come from vinnie moore which is like dynamic lively guitar to this it's a it's whiplash man yeah it's the complete opposite side of the spectrum it's not a great comparison that's not that's not an act you want to follow no certainly not um but you know, that's we all have our our roles in life. Power music workout, and you were meant to follow Vinnie Moore today. With that, we're gonna get into our final categories. We got three categories today. Our final verdicts is what I say. Three verdicts today. Three categories. Three categories of verdicts. verdicts. I'm fucking up a lot of things today, Alex. I realized I forgot to mention that it, the the that's right, that's not right hashtags. I'm changing up the intro sometimes. I forgot to do it last. There was week, so but... much stuff at the intro. It's hard to. Yeah, there's a lot. A lot to get through. Once we're out of this month, man, it's, it's going to be good, or at least be a little bit better. Sailing. Let's go back to being like that, whatever. From what here to love her song me. do we like? Yeah, from here to love her me. Fuck. Oh, too many theme months. I think that's our lesson for this year, but listen. Final verdicts, three categories. Worst version, best version, the version you would use to subtly tell your friend about a brothel that you want him to maybe go to. <laughs> Alex, worst version. Why is it CMH Steel? Um, because CMH Steel was the worst version. That's why. <laughs> it's, it's pretty unequivocal. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were definitely. I didn't. I disliked several of them, but not as much as CMH Steel. It. Um, it wasn't. They decided to make changes that made it considerably worse. Um, which is not a good thing to do in a cover song. Uh, they decided <laughs> try to make it better next time. Yeah, guys. try to or you, like even the same, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, and I get changing up. I don't know. It just seems so weird. Why? Why you would change such an iconic part of the song to just a really boring version of something that is kind of vaguely similar? Yeah, and that's, um, and that's it's very slow. And yeah, it's uh snooze total snooze fest total snooze fest bro yeah it's just like it's this big company that does this cookie cutter methodology on covers and sometimes it works yeah it's a a real numbers game i think for them (laughs) yeah there's just so much it's got to work sometimes it's got to work sometimes right and this is one but not this one doesn't work with not this one absolute rubbish yeah it's uninspired it's very boring and not good and yeah and the like they take away parts of the song that are one integral to it being the song, and like the, the two, they replace it with something worse. Yeah. 
To, that rhythm section just, is rough. Yeah, I'm shocked they even called it Lagrange in the end. Yeah, honestly, not good. Alex, best version. Best version. I think my favorite was Vinnie Moore. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a very strong performance. I liked his sound. I liked his attitude. Um, I liked his little additions, which is to say, larger additions. Um, even though it is pretty close, he managed to. Uh, make it sound cool and uh, make it sound like some pretty ripping guitar yeah he really walked the line of making it clear even in a fully instrumental piece focused on soloing that it was lagrange but also vinnie moore's lagrange mm-hmm. that's a tight act that said i'm gonna give it to fish just because that vibe with me uh i thought it was great soloing great jam performance maybe for me i guess it just served to highlight why people might like fish a band i refuse to jump into <laughs> Uh, seems like a bit much, doesn't it? It just seems like a bit much. Have you seen that Mark Marin uh, stand-up special where he talks about people trying to get him into jam bands? He's like, I don't know how much time I have left. Like, I can't be getting into another fucking jam band. I have not. No. Oh, uh, I think that's that's not his newest one, but the one before that. So probably like around 2018 or something. Okay. But yeah, that's what I think of. <laughs> When I think of fish, and I'm like, I know Mark Maron was saying that because he's getting older, but also at 28 and with the earth and the state it's in, like, I, don't I don't know how much fucking time we, I have. Are there even going to be know. jam bands in five years? Exactly, right? They're on their way out. See, there no jam bands out. or all jam bands. That's that's really the only two ways these things can go. And either way, I'm, I'm staying out of the fish game, but I, I think this version of LaGrange has given me an understanding of what people might see in fish. And how they can take a, a solo and make it big and, and, and vast and include multiple instruments and still be a solo. Yeah, and why people might follow them around. Yeah, fish heads as they call them. I don't fish, know if they call them. Fish heads. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Um, solid choice, Alex. Uh, what, what version are you going to use to inform your friend about a brothel? That maybe you guys want to check inform, out. Inform my friend about a brothel. Um, I would probably use, uh, let's see, I'm going to use the, uh, Hank Williams Jr. version because uh, country music seems to appeal to people in, in Calgary for reasons I, I don't fully understand, but, but right. sometimes you just got to go with the flow, man. And sometimes you just got to make people be like, what the fuck's Bocephus? Yeah, they're gonna be like, "What's Bocephus?" What's a, what's a Bocephus? Hey, it's it's intriguing, you know. It's it's mysterious, and then yeah, and then they think they're going getting the Bocephus, and you're like, actually, you don't want Bocephus, but let's check yeah, out. Yeah, like, I just gave you Bocephus. <laughs> Frank Williams Jr. Uh, That's a good choice. It's got a bit of mystery and a bit of accessibility. Smart. Um, I'm gonna go with Power Music Workout for sort of the the unsettling of it and the and the the demand for motion they're gonna hear that in this this thudding drum they're like Like, we gotta go somewhere and you're like i know where we're gonna go yeah (laughs) we're going to this texas town we're going to this texas town brothel bring a chicken bring a (laughs) chicken bro bring your chickens what just you just need one well two if you're you know if you really want depending on how many times you're gonna go at it start with one start with one and see if that's enough if you play your cards right, you can probably grab some of the loose chickens around there and keep trading them in. <laughs> they won't notice. <laughs> There's chickens everywhere. Chickens everywhere, man. Also, worth noting, this is one of the few songs that's had 
a, a, a mildly positive take on sex workers. True, much more so. Even though it like kind of feels a bit sleazy, mm-hmm. it's definitely just like, hey, there's this place you can go there, and it's pretty good. Instead of like, sex work makes it hard to have regular relationships in in yeah. like my life. And you're like, oh yeah, I guess that does make sense. <laughs> Yeah, this one. So chalk one up in the sex positive category for what was supposed to be a fully sex positive month. Pro sex summer, baby. 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 Now that is our main segment. Tell us your varying opinions on these covers or versions we didn't talk about. Hit us up on Twitter. Hashtag cover me pod. At Jake the Cressy. At some Alex Wise guy. You can also just hit us up with comments, questions, concerns. Um, You know, tell us about it, recommendations for future theme months. So we can ignore them. You can email us as well as covermepod at gmail.com. Send us requests for future songs and stuff there. We won't ignore those. We'll probably do them. And, you know, rate us, review us. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcasting apps. We're there, probably. Unless you're on some really out there ones, but we're there. With that, we're going to jump to our bonus segment. It's a return of what's Pokemoning on. Alex. What's Pokemon and on? More Pokemon songs. That's what's Pokemon and on. Pokemon 25, um, they put out the red EP. Apparently, there's also going to be a blue EP at some point. Maybe even a green one or a yellow? We'll find out. Probably just the blue. I, they, I, would I mean, there's only so many songs on this thing. And only so much time left in this year. So, like, True. these guys got to get on it. So, apparently, there's going to be a blue EP at some point. So, this one has the song we talked about previously take it home by mabel uh and then two new ones so wonderful by sin c-y-n i hadn't heard of them before um and then got him by vince staples who i had heard of before yeah i think i've heard him in features on other songs but never listened to like a vince staples track Uh, yeah mostly features um he does that one song from spider-man oh spider-man that's uh nope I'm thinking, what does he do? He does something on that. He does. The song known as. The song. Uh, Home. Home. Yeah. Home. From Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. So. So, there you go. Now, I only listened to these briefly. They both sounded like about, you know, the same as every other song we've listened to from this. Except for... Post Malone's cover of a Hootie right. and Blowfish song. Still a standout. I don't know if it's just because we've talked about it more than the other ones, but man, that he really he really struck something there. Yeah, honestly, I kind of liked Wonderful. I, I actually I liked these two better than the last two. Yeah, I will say. say this. I like, and we'll talk about it with the Vince Staple lyrics. I like that he does he directly references Pokemon. Yes, Everybody else has direct. been shy to to make a Pokemon Pokemon song true this this dude is here calling out raichu he's calling out our box and Rattata. he even uh what's the rhyme hang on i got the lyrics here uh he rhymes like mew with raichu that's right we're rhyming pokemon here that yeah. is straight up pokemon rap stuff yeah so all the other th- so sin though doesn't explicitly mm-hmm. reference Pokemon by name, but I no. thought that's her song more so than 
most of the other ones actually does a pretty good job of like capturing the vibe of Pokemon or how I think of Pokemon. So like there's some stuff like talking about the first verse is funny because there's so much that fishes that swim in the blue and then it's like, wow. Uh, Wow. Wow. Anyway, so that I thought that was kind of funny. Um, But talking about like looking at nature and just kind of being in awe of it, which since Pokemon is so much about like going on an adventure and being in nature around animals, I thought fits pretty well. Uh, There's also, and I was a little bit confused, but there seems to be a lyric early on. We talk about glad I got friends like you. And then the pre-chorus bit is like, um, I don't understand it that everyone's on this planet and and you and me are alive at the same time. Uh, Seems to be more of a friendship thing than anything. Mm Mm-hmm. Which friendship is a big part of Pokemon thematically. Uh, A part that I don't think the games necessarily uh, capture all that well, but I feel like the property does. Yes. I'll I'll agree with that in terms of like marketing work and like what what is shown in like TV shows and the movies. Kind of supposed to be. Yeah. Mostly in that sort of side of the Mm -hmm. media, but also just like the concept of the magical pets fantasy. Yeah. That you get from Pokemon and you get from Digimon and like Aragon and his dark materials. Which right. have we talked yeah, about yeah, this yeah, before? Yeah. I talked about it with somebody. You've talked about it wasn't me, but okay. I, I'm on board. I'm following this and it makes sense to yeah. me. Yeah, and if you're not familiar with his dark materials, that's the Golden Compass and the right. sequels. Um I don't know how often that series name is uh listed is named. Is yeah, because usually people just know the Golden Compass. I yeah. Think. So that's that series. Um, anyway, and then later on talks about eggs hatching and stuff. Um, it gets a little weird because it talks about driving around, so it ends up being more of like a summer jam. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Why not bike around? Like, there's there's yeah. moments where even in these ones that Wild have cars. sort of loose allusions to Pokemon, like you could really narrow it down and. And still not sound weird and like you're doing the Ghostbusters theme song or something, you know? Like you can still sound like <laughs> yeah, a, it doesn't a have to be something real song. In the neighborhood, who are you gonna call Ghostbusters? Yeah, but um, I thought it was like a decent attempt at like capturing the vibe. Of, mm-hmm. of Which is, I guess, what all of these songs are trying to do, and to some extent, is capture the vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm listening to this this Sin one again, and it's it's pretty chill. Yeah, I I dug that one. Uh, dug the Vince Staples one as well. But yeah, it's a lot more explicit than that. But then it also gets some like other stuff in. So like, there's talking about says so watching for snakes, watching for rats, and then Rattata's Arbox kind of calls them out specifically. Those are the snakes and rats. Well, yeah, in in the grass. So like he's yeah he's on these. Let's True. Can, let's do a full read of Sin here, and then let's yeah. jump into Vince Staples. So we yeah, won't okay. do like an in depth analysis. I think you've hit the points just to have all the, the verses out there. Fishes that swim in the blue, wow. wow. Stars in the sky and the moon, how? how? I feel small and big at the same time. Sometimes it hurts when it's true, how? I'm glad I got friends like you, wow. wow. I feel lost and found at the same time. So yeah, like you said, touching on those, just like, wow, look at how big the world is. Look at friendship. That's Pokemon in a it's nutshell. Pokemon, yeah. I don't think I understand it. Everybody on this planet, you and me alike at the same time. How crazy is that? Oh, isn't it wonderful? Hand out the window, let the wind blow. Take it in slow. Yeah, it's a real road trip stuff. Hand yeah. out the window, let the wind blow. Yeah, that's what I was Take it in slow. mentioning before. Yeah. Isn't oh, it wonderful? isn't it wonderful? 
laying in the green grass. Let it all pass. Let it all go. Let it all go. Eggs hatch when they want to. That's a direct reference to hatching eggs in Pokemon. Yeah. There's no science behind how they hatch. It's just whenever they feel no, like. We it. don't even know how it how it happens. No. All the things that we go through, I could laugh and cry at the same time. How could anybody plan it? Everybody on this planet. Yeah, they also rhymes plan it two words with planet one word, which is one word. questionable, but I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Looks better on paper than it sounds. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Isn't it wonderful? Um, no matter how far I run, no matter how far I go, somehow I always find, somehow I always find my way back home. That is pretty damn cliche. Uh, but that's that's it for your lyrics. Like you said, more of a vibe than a than anything else. Yeah. That's been most of these songs. Yeah, true, true. Let's talk about Gotham by Vince Staples, which right off the bat, even the title, Gotham, you yeah, gotta catch them all. Got he's got, he's got. This one's in there. This, yeah, Vince Staples. A came lot of lines that are song. like specific Pokemon references. Yeah. Starting with the chorus in which he says, "I'm a catch him, catch him." There you Never go. Stall out. Yeah. More Pokemon references. Life a blessing, so I ball. Ball out, out. balls big in mm-hmm. Pokemon. Huge in Pokemon. I ain't gotta tell him tell them they know what i'm all about uh-huh yeah heavy step and tell them calm down yeah that's all i mean that's just that's nothing but that's fine yeah porsche 911 yeah hat to the back hat that's to the a back reference where they at where they at man yeah watch for the snakes watch for the rats where are they at in the grass ratataz our box these is our blocks yeah yeah can't get close so me getting smoke is a long shot yeah you know how the team rock Team Rock? Hmm. Just about Team Rocket. Yeah. You don't want to be caught. No. Grown up, we fought. Some we've won. Some we've lost. Pokemon battles. Pedal to the metal won't ease off. Ride and try to blow a little steam off. Nothing like the sand and the beach. Like the beach. Lost a couple friends to the street. That's the craziest thing you could ever say. In a Pokemon song? <laughs> yeah. That's fucking wild, man. Um, that is insane. So something I noticed, if we rewind a bit, rewind a bit, you don't get it from the lyrics. But the way he says can't get close kind of mm-hmm. almost sounds like he's going to say Kangaskhan. There <laughs> you go. Almost. It's, um, yeah. I don't know if that counts, but that's what I thought. I'll take it. You know what? Lost a couple friends to the streets. Unreal. Yeah. What an unreal thing. <laughs> um, then we come to the chorus. I'm going to catch him, never stall out. Yeah, life a blessing, blessing. So I ball out. I ain't got to tell him. No, that's what I'm all about. Heavy stepping. Yeah, sorry. That's We've already read the chorus. First two. You know how I do. I do it. Sport mode fly like Mew. Charged up like Raichu. See him trying to jock my moves. Moves are a thing in Pokemon. Moves are a thing in Pokemon. I was on the block like you. Just another north side youth. Where a dollar make a dream come true, where we pull up to the scene, go boom, boom, boom. Um, no Pokemon references there, as far as I can tell. Should have said a Poke Dollar makes a dream come true. <laughs> Poke Dollar makes a dream come true. Indeed, it do. Poke. Dollars. But yeah, this is by far the the most Pokemon. Most explicit, po- yeah, for uh, sure. Most explicitly, like this is a song about Pokemon for the Pokemon album because of pokemon without a doubt yeah and um uh, yeah i mean i like i said i i liked these ones more than the last two these ones yeah, are decent I'll agree these that. i mean this is still pretty recent so i haven't had much time to listen to them no yeah i haven't been able to dig into it really and they don't have music videos no they've got like lyrics videos yeah which is not as interesting 
Not as interesting, unfortunately. Not going to talk more about time that. To rhyme you with Raichu. Yeah, I, it's better than rhyming planet with planet. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what's Pokemoning on in Pokemon. Y'all want to talk to us about that? Hashtag Pokemoning on. That's that's it, baby. That's the episode. That's all she wrote. And as we always say, uncover me. Rumors spreading around in that Texas town about that podcast. Cover me. <laughs> <laughs>